I'd like to welcome you to the 12th of our series of innovation podcasts. These talks are intended to put the spotlight on some amazing work being done by innovative firms. I'm Robert Baldock, the MD of Cluster, the innovation brokers. We help large companies with complex business challenges and or huge opportunities. We introduce them to our ecosystem of innovative firms that we know well and totally trust. Uh, these firms uniquely qualify to solve problems, exploit opportunities and deliver the right solutions fast. The topic for today's podcast is computing at the edge. To help us all understand the potential and challenges of edge computing, I introduce you to Nick Harmer, who is the European head of Vantic, whose product enables edge computing. Nick, welcome. Thank you very much, Robert, and uh, thanks for the opportunity to record this pod- podcast. Nick, perhaps you can start by telling us what edge computing is. Sure, would uh, welcome the opportunity. So edge computing is, what it is, is is the, the, the processing of application logic on a computing node that is remote from the cloud and close to the source of data that is interesting to us. And in particular, what's driving the growth of edge computing is the explosion of deployment of Internet of Things devices, all of which will be producing data in huge volumes. Um, And the reason why edge computing is so important for dealing with IoT data is, in fact, most of the IoT data is uninteresting and needs to be filtered out. Um, And and it makes economic sense to do that as close to the source of that data and and not in the cloud. So, for example, take, um, let's say, (coughs) streaming video from IoT cameras. Um, maybe they're monitoring the entrance to a building. Well, most of the time, that data is is not changing. The, the frames are the same because there's nobody in them. Uh, and so it would be uneconomic to stream that data from the cameras into the cloud for analysis uh, just because there's so much of it. Um, therefore, it makes sense to stream the data to an edge computing node, apply AI, uh, and 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 get rid of the uninteresting frames as quickly as possible. I guess in that sense, if I'm running an app on my smartphone, that's an edge computing app, right? Uh, well, it depends on if it's if it's processing data intelligently, excluding data, and just sending through interesting events through to the cloud. That would be, I guess, a, an implementation of edge computing. You've mentioned uh, video uh, image capture and processing. Can you give me some other examples or typical applications of edge computing? Um, So we've got one example in Korea where we have deployed Vantic on the batteries of EV cars manufactured by LG. So we're talking about the EV batteries that go into Kia's and Hyundai cars, where they wanted to be able to take output from the battery management system through a a protocol called OBD2, and they wanted to be able to spot events from the battery management system that would indicate some kind of stress on the battery, maybe cells heating up or uh, cells decaying. And and therefore, they they figured that if they deployed Vantic actually in the battery, then that would avoid having to stream all of the events hundreds of different parameters every second to the cloud for processing. That, again, was something they proved they couldn't scale beyond 100 vehicles. Whereas if you run an application powered by Vantic in the battery, then you're discarding all the uninteresting events and really just focusing on the ones that matter. 
I guess that also doesn't then require the, the car to be in constant contact with the cloud either. No, that's right. I mean, the, the, the application runs autonomously on the battery. Uh, so if the car is underground in a car park or in a tunnel, it really doesn't matter. What makes edge computing so compelling yet so challenging? Well, edge computing in of itself isn't a complete solution to the types of problems we're trying to solve. So so to to do a good job of bringing autonomy to the events that come off of sensors, you need to run some of the application at the edge, but you also need to run some of the application in the cloud, and you need to be able to communicate uh, with lots of different systems, you know, uh, for example, legacy systems, you need to be able to communicate with humans. And all of this drives the need for a, a fully distributed application environment. And, and the process of building the code and then deploying it and testing it without a product like Vantage, it becomes really, really challenging and, and therefore risky and expensive. So we're trying to bring uh, things like agile development and a DevOps uh, deployment uh, stance to to this more complicated world of, of distributed applications. So your platform helps people to develop, deploy, and operate these distributed applications all the way from the edge to the cloud and back again. Uh, in what specific ways does it does it actually help people? Well, I mean, take one example of, uh, say, a smart building. We have a customer called SoftBank in Japan who have used Vantic to build access control systems to their buildings. So what this means is, as an employee of SoftBank, you no longer have a, a card-based access system. You, you literally just walk into the building where banks of cameras um, using artificial intelligence uh, isolate your face, and then they hand that event to Vantic and we have a database of employees faces and we check the image now if if somebody manages to get into the building who is not an employee then we will generate an exception we'll send that exception to the cloud where another Vantic application is keeping track in real time of where all the security guards are so we can find out who is the closest one to the intruder we can send that person on their mobile phone which is running Vantic a mugshot of the intruder plus uh, an overlay onto a GIS map of the floor where they are showing their location, and, and therefore we can vector in the security guard to go and ask them what they're doing. So you can correlate different data sources uh, and, and do more intelligent things. How does it help in terms of the effort required to develop, deploy, and operate uh, these applications? Yeah, that's a good question. So so Vantic, um, let me tell you what it's not designed to do. Vantic is not designed to build traditional uh, business record processing systems where you're running a collection of services in the cloud and you're accessing them via either, either mobile phones or browsers. That's not what we're designed to do. Vantic is very different in the sense that it is highly distributed, but it's also event-driven. Okay, so so when you're building applications to, to layer autonomy over the events that IoT sensors generate, it's really important to have this event-driven model. And, and so Vantic comes in, in two parts, really. The first part is a set of graphical tools which are designed to help people build in a low-code environment the business logic that processes the events and, 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 and essentially determines what the system does when they see a certain type of event. Um, so, so the idea behind low-code is 
if you if you've got a requirement where you don't know 100% of the complete behavior up front it's a very nice approach to be able to iterate through you know say a two week agile sprint develop some code show it to a user get some feedback do more of what they like do less of what they don't like another two weeks show them something else and and so on and then the other part of vantic the second part is a runtime operating environment which sits on top of your your classic cloud operating environments or you know for the edge any flavor of linux what you know amazon wavelength whatever environment you want to choose and 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 the vantic runtime system lays on top of that to provide the services that the Vantic application needs to run effectively. So these are things like being able to scale to huge numbers of events per second, being able to process these events with very, very low latency, typically sub 10 millisecond, being able to do all of this in memory, because you, you can't have a database in the processing chain because it adds too much latency, being able to do this in memory with a high degree of resilience, which means that a Vantic application is, is unaffected if a computing node fails for whatever reason. Um, we can protect the content of state and memory and, and just continue processing as though nothing happened. It's also important when you're doing these two-week sprints and developing new versions of the application, we have the ability to deploy those new versions without taking the application down. So again, this is another example of support for mission-critical behaviors of applications. So it sounds like it's about reducing the effort, uh, the complexity, uh, timescale and cost of, of developing these very sophisticated distributed applications. And risk. So, so a number of our customers, uh, we got involved in their projects after the projects had failed uh, because they used alternative alternative approaches. So, so um, y you're right about all of the above, but managing risk is, is another key reason to choose Vantic. There must be other products like yours in the market or other alternative ways of doing this. What makes your approach different or better? So we, I, I, I use the word holistic. So we're the, the one vendor who is serving this IoT application market by, by conceiving a, a, a platform from the outset to be one integrated set of tools and deployment runtime systems. If you look at the... The other players that have a stake in this market, they, they come in two groups, really. One are the big cloud vendors who have recognized the growth of edge computing and are trying to get their platform to operate the edge hardware devices. So I mentioned earlier Wavelength from Amazon. There are examples of this from Google. There's examples from uh, Azure, et cetera. So this is kind of a land grab. And, and to, to try and help people build applications, um, they, they have developed a, a series of point solutions. You know, if you if you go to the internet and you Google, you know, reference architecture for, I don't know, distributed um, electric vehicles from, from AWS, you'll see the reference architecture has, I don't know, a dozen or more software components. And the, the expectation is that you, as the, the customer, pre-integrate you have to write the integration code to make all these things work together before you can even write one line of application code. Uh, with Vantic, we've we've taken this holistic approach. So you have the tools to build the application, and then you have the deployment environment, and it's the deployment environment that contains most of the IP. And, and we've built this environment so that our customers don't have to. Well, my final question, Nick, and it's got nothing to do with Vantic. 
Um, what's the edgiest thing you've ever done that you can share with us? <laughs> well, one man's edge is another man's stupid. I guess <laughs> the, uh, the 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 edgiest or most stupid thing I've ever done um, some 30 years ago was to, um, with some friends, we chartered a yacht and we were sailing it from Limington to Cherbourg. Nobody bothered to check the weather forecast and... Um, Unfortunately, when we were about a third of the way across, it it blew up into a force eight gusting nine, which was a pretty hairy experience. Um, and, and looking back on it, I just wish I'd stayed at home. <laughs> well, clearly you, you you survived to live to tell the tale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the skin of my teeth, yeah. <laughs> and to learn not to do that again. Exactly. Well, Nick, thank you for being my guest today and for telling us about the power of edge computing and the Vantic platform. That's it for now. Uh, do look out for our next episode of Cluster Innovation Podcasts. This is your host, Robert Baldock, wishing you a safe but hopefully innovative day.